Recording live. Okay. Are we not recording live? <laughs> this is. What's the thing? This is 97.9. Oh my gosh. You love whispering on the damn mic. Like. <laughs> I like Casey. Yeah. I want to talk. No, I think it was on like the Family Guy episode or whatever where they just oh when they was mixing the stuff uh, yeah. and yes and it was like cows making noise and chickens yes yes yes, yes, yes. Oh, oh my god I remember um because um Peter was DJing right on the episode he was a DJ and he went I deaf I it was something like that some stupid stuff and anyway welcome to the Message Twenty Four podcast um, if this is your first time listening to our podcast welcome welcome. We're glad to have you here. Um, I am one half of this podcast, and I am Lakaya. And I am the second half of this amazing podcast, and my name is James. And we're <laughs> glad for all of you to be here. And we love you all. And why are we keep saying it? Doing some run-on sentences today. Clearly, we need to go back to English class. Um. All right, so... Our episode this week, or our in the DM for this week, is going to be about creating your own timeline. So that's what we're going to be talking about: creating your own timeline in relationships, creating your own timeline in your personal life, your yeah. career, all the things. So this should be a pretty interesting episode. Yes, this definitely is going to be a episode that kind of I feel like steps on toes a little bit. Mm. Maybe. Really? Maybe. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I also felt like we couldn't do this episode without talking about, you know, some of the unfortunate recent events. Um, and I won't chat about it too much because I'm sure you are hearing that information everywhere and it's kind of difficult to consume. It's a process. Yeah. But I am referring to, um, the two mass shootings that have occurred within the past two weeks. Um, the first one in Buffalo and the second one in Texas that happened at, um, a school and that has become the deadliest mass shooting at a school in history. Um, and I know for me personally, it's, it's been really draining. Mm -hmm. Um, to have to hear about that, you know, like back to back. And in both instances, there have been minorities that have been killed. Like at first, the first one in Buffalo, it was black people. Yeah. The second one, it was a, you know, a primary um, Latinx community. Um, and a lot of the children that were unfortunate, and the, and the teachers um, that passed away were, you know, of that community as well. Yeah. Um, so it's draining. It's really, really sad. It's really hard to be on social media and not see it um and it's like one of those things where i don't necessarily want to mute it because it's real like it's happening i need to be updated with what's going on in the world but it is also it's very dark mm -hmm. um and it's made me really it's made me really anxious um i don't really want to go out anywhere i don't want to like do anything um i was in georgia this past week and me and my mom like i remember we went out we went to a pizza place and i just remember like i didn't we were gonna eat in i was like can we just get it to go like i just was too anxious um to be out and to to be around people um so yeah that's that's been interesting i'm kind of in a weird headspace as far as that goes like i just don't see the point not of life but like I don't know. It's it's just hard. It's really hard because 
if you can't go to school, like you can't go to school, you can't go to church, you can't go to the grocery store, you can't go to the movies. You, something yeah. something tragic happening. Yeah. You can even be in your own home. They can mm-hmm. kill you in your damn sleep. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it's just been a lot to process and I can't control it. Like it is out of my control. And I think that's the scariest part about it. Um, and it's like, I'm afraid of guns. And you know that. Right. Like, even when we went to a gun range, I was about to have a panic attack in there because I am afraid of guns. But I guess I'm at the point where it's like, well, damn, do I need to do I need to get one? Like, because right. I don't know. But I am also afraid to even own a firearm. But it's also like to the point where is it safe for me not to have one? Um so I'm in a, a little bit of a weird headspace as far as that goes. And I don't know if anybody else can relate to that, but that's just where I'm at. Right well, now. I, I definitely can relate to that. And I think uh, first and foremost, um, I'm sending prayers to the families. Um, Absolutely. And friends who lost their loved ones um, from those, those tragic situations. Yeah. Um, and secondly, it just it puts it put things in perspective for me. Is from these instances, I know that I have it. It almost humbles you, um, yeah. Because you you don't have we don't have control um, of what someone else is able to do. Um, we can you know put limits on things, and we can kind of. Um, have some, I guess, set some barriers and some guidelines, but still, at the end of the day, like you can't control what what someone else what someone else someone else does ultimately. So yeah. you just have to love the people that are with you now, yeah. um, and be grateful for the people that you have in your life now, and you know, I guess just take it one day at a time. But this those, those two situations definitely open my eyes to like damn another like it's it's always something it's always something it's definitely always something so yeah sending prayers and love to those families yes um and i'm uh, i'm sending prayers to you all but i'm also feeling the pain as well so yeah definitely prayers thoughts condolences everything to anybody who lost someone in those situations and even just those of us who didn't, but we felt pain from that. Um, so just thoughts and prayers to everyone. Um, I didn't think we could start the podcast without at least talking about things that are happening in real life right. that are important <laughs> topics to talk about. So, all right. Well, we will transition up out of there. Um, we need a transition song. Could we talk about something dark to help us move into something a little more light light yeah. lighthearted yeah. a little bit um so yeah like i said this week we are talking about creating your own timeline so i don't know if we should start talking about the timelines that we thought we would have in our careers or timelines that we thought in um like relationships and this is funny this has been a topic that i've been talking about with my friends a lot this past week so i guess i can start okay um, that's fine i'll take a big seat <laughs> I guess for um, timelines for career, I definitely was super uh, career driven mm-hmm. and like, I'm going to be this by this age. So uh, when I was younger, 
I kind of knew that I wanted to be an engineer, okay. like from a pretty, I would say probably late middle school mm-hmm. to early high school. I was like, yeah, I'm going to be an engineer. I didn't know what type, but I was like, um, when I, I'm going to go to college for engineering and I'm going to be a, a full engineer by, I guess, the age of whenever, 22 or whatever yeah. it was. So, And then... Also came up with the bright idea that I was going to be a barber as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that didn't quite happen uh, in the time frame because I was like, after I um, go to school for engineering, mm-hmm. after I graduate, then I'm going to go to barber school for, I think it's like two years or something like that. And I'm sure there's, if there's any barbers listening, <laughs> I'm sure y'all can correct me. We can um, ask your, your dad. A, yeah, there's, there's, a, there's some credits that you, there's a lot of credit hours that you have to take in order to get that license but i was like i'm gonna do that um and i don't um maybe i i like cutting my own hair and i think being that i've cut other people's hair i don't know if i'm super excited about like people are picky just in general i mean yeah of course so i'm not the biggest fan of if i cut it a certain way and you don't like it i'm gonna be tight so i i, I guess i'm a, i'm an emotional cutter okay i, I mean be an emotional cutter and so it's your work yeah so. It, it, yeah so i um if my work is not good enough or it doesn't feel good enough then i would be pretty pissed but that's what you go to school for of course my skills now would definitely improve but that's not like top top one Goals. It's not okay. one of my top goals. So okay. It's kind of on the back burner. I enjoy cutting my hair. And I would go probably just, if I was to go, mm-hmm. it probably would just to be to learn how to kind of perfect how I'm cutting my own hair, which is maybe selfish. but <laughs> I mean, it's your, it's your hair. But yeah. So uh, that was career-based. Now, relationship-based is a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in middle school or high school, like, I I never had in my head that I had to be married at a certain time. That's interesting. Yeah, like I I didn't I didn't force that. I knew that I was gonna be dating. Mm-hmm. I knew that I would um, I was gonna have a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. That was like I was gonna get me a girlfriend. That was guaranteed. But I I never had like a certain age where I was like I'm gonna um, have a wife or I didn't have a there wasn't like in my head like when I'm gonna buy a house either, like buying a house, getting married. Um, what else? I'm trying to think. What's some other like milestone things? I guess like having kids is a milestone. Yeah, having kids. Um, I didn't have. I didn't put a. I never put like an exact date on that. I never, I never, yeah. So I, I never like put an exact time frame on it, which is crazy. But I, I knew that I wanted to make good money, mm-hmm. and that was about it. Which is, I think that's interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's a like because you're a man, but when I was younger, mm-hmm. I always knew that I wanted to be married. I always was like, I want to have a really big wedding. Like, I want to be a mom. I want to have a nice house. I always knew I wanted to be a vet. I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to do that. Um, and these are just things that like I knew that I wanted. And when I was younger, I think I said I wanted all of this by 25. I'm 25 now. <laughs> and I have none of these things yet. Yet. But you're the, you're like I'm close on the yeah the cliff yeah I'm, it won't be 25 
younger me would be probably be like, well, damn, what is you doing? But, you know, it's in the works. But when I was younger, I thought 25 was so old. Like, I just thought 25 was super, super old. And now that I'm 25, I'm like, this ain't really shit. You know I really agree with you. I did think 25, that <laughs> was like, not ancient. I won't say ancient. But like 30s <laughs> is ancient. That was definitely yeah, ancient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, y'all old. I really thought that 30 was like super like old as fuck. But I'm five years out from 30, Boy, which is scary to think about. When I was 10 and my parents turned 30. Wait, this is a funny story. <laughs> I don't know if I ever told anybody, but see, y'all know. Well, my, maybe not all of y'all know, but Jesus died when he was 35, right? He got crucified when he was 35. When he was 35. He was either 35 or 32. But okay. I remember when my mama turned 35, I was so scared she was going to die. <laughs> Jesus died when he was 35. When my mama turned 35, I was like, please don't die. I just kept saying, she's like, why do you think I'm going to die? I was like, because Jesus died when he was 35. She's like, what does that have to do with me? Like, why would I die? I, I just remember. I was in that word heavy. Man, I was terrified. I was really scared of who was going to die when she was 35. That's crazy. Um, but yeah. I just, I'm about to have a midlife crisis thinking about I'm five years off from 30. Jesus Christ. Knocking on the door. Anyway, so I thought all of these things, you know, would happen when I was, when you're younger, you don't really know mm-hmm. until you get, until you get to a certain age and you're like, okay, this wasn't really very realistic. Like when I was in college, I wanted to be in a relationship so bad so that I could meet my timeline. Okay, not that. Okay. Okay. No, no. Boom. <laughs> that was a good one. So I will say I didn't mean to cut you off. No, baby, you're fine. But uh yes. When I when I went to when I was in college, mm-hmm. I or when I thought about college as I guess in my late high school years, mm-hmm. I did I did have that thought. Okay. I'm probably gonna, you know I I I highly doubt I'm gonna find my wife in high school and college. Mm-hmm. I know that I'm gonna find my wife. That so that that did cross my mind, which which is I'm glad you I'm glad you mentioned brought that, that up. I would not have have uh, that one that came up. Yeah, I always thought I was gonna meet like the person I was going to marry in college, mm-hmm. and clearly that shit didn't happen. Um, and everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. But I was like, I need to do this so I can I can do this. Um, well, guess what? You may have to check that because. I was in college. I was in you grad were, school. You were in college. That's true. Which is crazy. I wasn't in undergrad. <laughs> I was in grad school. Dang, that's true, baby. Yeah. Well, I thought undergrad, but I guess I did beat my husband. And you said in college. That's, I didn't, that's, that's crazy. I wasn't specific. When you play, you need to be real specific because God <laughs> is funny. I just thought about it. I always say, I just want to meet my husband in college. I didn't say what stage, what stage of college. Of college. Right. Dang, I never thought about that. I literally yeah. was in my first year of grad school Mm -hmm. wow well i guess dreams do come true (laughs) (laughs) um but as far as (laughs) dreams do come true i'm fucking weird i guess as far as career goes um i do beat myself up a little bit sometimes because i kind of wish like I had believed in myself a little bit more when I was an undergrad and like I would have just gone straight to vet school instead of going to grad school. Because um, like the the third years who are now fourth years in their clinic years, mm-hmm. had I gone straight to vet school, that would have been me. Like, I would be in my fourth year. If I went to vet school straight out of undergrad, I would be in my fourth year of vet school now. Right. So I kind of like 
kick myself a little bit. But I also think everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen. But those are that's just one thing. I don't really have any regrets. I don't regret going to grad school. I don't regret all of the connections I made. I don't even know if I would be in vet school if it wasn't for me going to grad school to be transparent. Um, but that's just something I think about sometimes. I'm like, damn, like I could have just I waste. I didn't, and I have to stop saying I wasted time because I didn't waste time. I have a whole master's degree, and I right. I am in vet school on scholarship because of the shit that I did in grad school. So it's just I think this is something that men have to think about but as a woman it's like a lot of times I can't remember the the statistic right now but like the more degrees a woman gets like the the chances of her having kids are like less likely because she's so busy like building her career and you know focusing on what it is that she wants to do which is super important um and then there, I guess there also are women who do both at the same time. The kudos to y'all. I don't know if I could have a kid right now and also be married and be in that school. I just mm-hmm. don't know if, if that is realistic for me, but it works for some people. Um, so I think that's one of the reasons I kick myself. It's like, you know, I want to have a really nice career, but I also want to be married. I also want to be a mom. And I think the older I'm getting, the more I'm like, okay, like, you know, when a woman is 35, after that, it's high risk. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I have 10 years. That's a long fucking time. Right. I, I just thought about it. It's a really long time. But I also don't want to be 40 years old with a six-year-old. Like, I want to be a little young when I have kids. So, like, I'm not right. old and decrepit when them niggas is graduating high school or in college. You know what I'm saying? But I also want to be in a good place financially which is important but it's not the most important aspect of having kids by any means um so that's just something i think about and that's the conversation i've been having with some of my friends who have kids and i'm just like you know well you know i want to have a kid but not right now isn't the time and sometimes i fear um is my career going to like stand in the way of me having kids like that's a really big fear that i have because like i know the older you get the the harder it is to have kids like my mom, I mean my mom had my sister in her in her 30s and she was fine um like it's mid 30s yeah like 35 hold on let me see when was it she my sister was a whew, she just kind of popped up if my mom makes crazy she, she was 30 when she had her she was 30 but she already had two other kids so I think that's just something I, I think about um often as I'm getting older and everybody else around me is having kids and there's just me i'm still in school and i think that stage is it's mind-boggling for me like going from well you start you kind of start seeing it in high school it's like some people and that's another thing with timelines like some people call it a mistake Mm -hmm. or try to look down on people who have kids Mm -hmm. in high school and you made a statement where you said that you wanted you you don't want to be super old uh, no, when I your don't. kids are graduating, right? And so these same people, um, like who my kids gonna play with? That are having these kids and that had their kids in high school. Mm-hmm. Their their children are gonna graduate and that, they'll be they're gonna be still young, right? That's what right. a lot of my friends are like that are my we're the same age. They're like I'm getting my kids out the way so I can be forty somewhere out on a boat, right. and I'm like damn I'm a 
I got a damn six-year-old when I'm 40. You know what I'm saying? So it's that, the game. I feel like it's the game you have to. You kind of got to play. It it is, and it's. I don't know. It's just something I think about. Like as a woman, I know that we have a clock. Like there is a window of time where if you go, it's either you gonna shoot or you get off the pot. Like what you gonna do? Right. So it's like I want to have a kid, but I also like I'm young and I'm fine, and I still feel like I still want to travel more. I still want to do a lot more. Like I want to. I don't know. I just feel like I want to do all of these things before I have kids. And then it's also like, you know, you do all of this planning and God really laughs because it's going to be, yeah. you know, when she wants it to happen. Like, right. it, ultimately, it's not up to us. We can plan as much as we would like to plan, but it's really out of our control. We can be as safe as we want to be and mm-hmm. stuff can still happen. So that's just something I've been it's a conversation I've been having quite frequently with my friends who have kids this week. And they've just kind of been, you know, reassuring me that, you know, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen and that I'm not, I'm not necessarily missing out on anything by not having a kid right now or, you know, stuff like that. So I thought that was interesting. And people, women who are, you know, building their careers might can relate to, do that like it's kind of like it's either this or that but um or it can be both or it can be both yes that's what i'm saying like i'm figuring out how both can or what, what works for you like yes not what works for somebody else's timeline yeah i can't compare what i'm doing to what anybody else is doing because right. my journey doesn't look like anybody else's like right. my journey is not it doesn't look black and white to somebody else's so right. that's it but that was just an interesting Thing. that's been at the forefront of my mind also this week among many many other things so that's that's where i thought i would be in yeah i thought i would be married by now i have a kid by now be a vet by now all this shit that's crazy yeah everything that i thought i would be doing hasn't happened like the situation with me finding my wife in college mm-hmm. that didn't happen but everything else i feel like i had simple Everything has kind of played out the way it needed to. Oh, excuse me. I never thought I would be doing content creation. Oh, definitely not. (laughs) What I'm doing now alongside engineering, but. Yeah. Everything has kind of panned out. I definitely, I don't think so either. Um, Because you have seen yourself doing this? No. (laughs) No. I don't even think I felt comfortable enough to be this transparent until after undergrad. I didn't feel comfortable in sharing, like, who I really was until grad school. Like I wasn't my true authentic self in undergrad. I was a little bit, but mm-hmm. not really for the fear of, I don't know, like what, what are people going to think of me? That sort of thing. So I don't think I got the courage to just be me until grad school. And even recently, like I just, I don't know, like with this whole like social media shit and people want to like create an aesthetic and things need to look a certain way. And that's mm-hmm. just like a lot of pressure. And I just really just, I just don't give a fuck anymore to be it. frank. Like I'm good off this shit. And now I'm just posting stuff that makes me happy. Like I post me and you, I post food. I love going out to eat. I love mm-hmm. cooking. I post my food stuff. I post when I travel and that's it. And that's what y'all are going to see. And if you don't like the shit, then bye. Like I don't, I don't, yeah, I'm at a point in my life where, I don't care. And if I'm going to share things on social media, it's going to be things that I actually care about. Um, And that's what it is. I never thought I would do that. I never thought I'd be posting somebody on my social media 
I would be in a relationship loving someone out loud. Right. Didn't think that would happen. Just, I guess, for the fear of, like, embarrassment. You know, like, people just never want to do that because they like, as soon as you post somebody's stuff, it goes left or, right. well, you know, just, just stupid shit. Um, and to a point, we are, like, everybody doesn't know everything about our relationship, even though we have a podcast and we talk about our relationship. It's a right. lot of shit that people don't know right. that we keep. That's just for us. Right. But I don't know. I was at a point in my life where if I love you and you love me, like, why would I not share that with the rest, you know what I'm saying, to other people. Like, I want everybody to know that I love you. And not saying you and I, but for other people, like, if you post somebody and you really genuinely love that person when you did it and it doesn't work out, it doesn't matter. Like, you love that person out loud and that's just what it was. So, Social media has gotten almost to the point where it's, it's a crime to actually have true happiness yeah and actually be in love yeah like the way that it's looked upon now like the way the judgment all of the i don't know it's it's like instagram is probably the first place where i saw it like really happen like facebook was one of those things where just everybody was kind of doing their own thing and having a good People I, I are think, more authentic on Facebook, I feel like. Yeah, that's what i real self. Yeah, so I, I I like how Facebook was set up. Once Instagram started, it's like people had a certain status. And I, I was... Playing into it. I was I definitely played into it. Me too. It. Heavy. Um, I would make sure that my pictures... I, w- I would not post certain pictures, even if I was having an amazing time. Mm-hmm. And it, it was something that I wanted to share with the world. And so seeing that, that is like... And seeing that people don't want to share, um, well, it's okay not to share your relationship. Yeah, of course. If but that's what you choose to do. If you are so afraid of judgment of, let's say, just in general, like, there's somebody that you love, but they're not the most attractive person. Mm-hmm. Um, or there's someone that you love. Um, what the fuck are you trying to say? Are you trying to say that I'm not attractive? What? I'm just playing. I'm like, you taking everything. I am kidding. You look so yeah, I'm scared. Sick. No, I'm. The look in your eyes was like, no, I'm kidding, man. I had a point here. I know, but I just, I just was trying to get you to the point. You got me. Wait, you're the, trying to get me riled up and see I'm you was riled up the way you looked at me when I'm I like, said what the? I like Miss Switch it's good continue <laughs> well, you're doing you know you're doing a hell of a job right I now I like it I like to do it what was I saying right. something about somebody not being attractive and not wanting to post them yeah so I, I guess uh, I, I just feel like that's a sad mental state to be in and that there's something that you have to work on with yourself to be able to get to that to that point and like I said, it was something that I had to deal with, and I'm still like working on being my authentic self. Um, yeah, that's something I kind of struggled with initially on this podcast, which yeah. is crazy. Um, just like time. sharing and being the person that I am, the silly person that I am, yeah. just being comfortable in a bunch of different environments. And so, like when you had said that you couldn't have seen yourself. Of doing something like this, like yeah. a podcast or speaking, like it's crazy because I would speak in front of people, like at least forty people, fifty people at church events. Mm-hmm. Um, I was heavy in the church, um, but I still get nerd. I was still, I st- I could do those things, mm-hmm. but it's like 
on this type of platform, I still get nervous and am fearful and, uh, of the judgment. So it's crazy. Because you're being you. And it's like, I don't know how to explain it. It's different when you're yourself and then someone like, it's just that fear of judgment. Like, yeah, are you going to still like me if you know the real me? Right. And I think we're just supposed to just be our authentic selves up here. And that's all, that's all we can be. Right. Like, that's something I'm working on every single day is to just be like my authentic self. Like when people see me, like that's me. Like, I don't, I don't know how to explain it, but I understand what you're saying. It it definitely takes time. Yeah. It takes time. And I think that's working towards being transparent, but I've also been unfollowing celebrities. I've been unfollowing people I don't know in real life. Cause why am I following you? Like, I don't, I really don't care what you have going on. Like, right. if I don't know you, I don't really care. But right. if you're somebody I, like, I grew up with, somebody I know from back home, somebody I went to like college with, like, I actually care what you have going on in your life. I like to see people I know, like, thriving and succeeding yes. or whatever. But ultimately, if I don't really know you like that, I really... And I love I love that. I love how Instagram is turning into that. Like, But it's not. It's, it's slow to me. Well, I'm, I will speak for, for me. Um, I have gotten... A ton of unfollows, and I love it. I love it. I love the unfollows. I posted my like just content mm-hmm. that I actually like talking about shit that will help people grow. Yeah. Yada yada yada. And there have there is an audience for it. So of course, people, there's gonna be people who fuck with you, and there's people that are not, and that's okay. I want people. I I want the people who I want it to be authentic, and I can see like there's more people following me that fuck with the vibe than people that don't and that's yeah. okay and some to some people certain stuff is just gonna be annoying mm-hmm. to cert- to other people it's gonna be inspirational so I, I, that's not what i meant like uh-huh. instagram is showing you accounts that, that you don't follow like if you scroll on instagram they're showing you which is fine posts from other people that you don't follow which is I fine don't care to, i don't want to see it i, I want to what, what, let me ask you why don't you want to see it i don't i don't know these people i don't care to know what they have going on gotcha. like i feel like that's a very easy way to start comparing yourself to people like you see what even with people that you know in real life mm-hmm. it you it's you can find yourself comparing yourself to other people and you have like no idea what it took for that person to get there mm-hmm. and if you just see like a random other person who's doing all this stuff and you're like damn like why i ain't doing that but mm-hmm. i just i don't know like i just i don't really care what they have going on in their lives like it got you it serves me no benefit, you know, if I know you in real life and I see you doing something amazing, like I'm super excited for you. I'm happy for you because I know you, but if I don't really know you, it's like, okay. So it sounds, you know, whatever. so from what I'm hearing, it sounds like for you, Instagram is kind of like uh, a close knit community for you. So it's like you need the people that you follow. Those are the people that you, you know, know if it's not people you, you don't like know or have like a, a mm-hmm. good connection with and you just good. I'm weeding it out. Okay. I'm weeding it out. Okay. I'm definitely like slowly unfollowing people like like I if I don't know you or you aren't posting content that I like to see. Like if it's somebody I follow who is posting like clothing hauls, mm-hmm. I'ma follow you because I like that. If somebody is posting food stuff, I'ma follow you. If it's somebody posting travel stuff, I'm gonna follow you. Even if I don't know you because you're posting stuff that I like to see. And that's that was my combat. Like oh, okay. that's why I wanna see con that's why I wanna yeah. see accounts that I don't know because it's 
once you it, it's kind of weird the way the algorithm seems to be working mm-hmm. like once you start liking certain stuff then they start sharing with you other stuff that's kind of similar yeah so i want to be seeing those accounts but it's just it just depends on how you use instagram yeah like, that's what i mean if if i don't know you and you're posting something i like i will continue to follow you okay if i don't know you and you're posting stuff i don't want to see anyway i'd have no reason to right, follow you but right. those that i don't know and i follow they are posting stuff i want to see right. you know what i'm saying so that's that's what i mean by that um i'm just i'm good on it so i post what i want to post mm. i don't care how many likes i get i don't care who sees it who doesn't see it the people that i that fuck with me and i fuck with them they gonna see it we're gonna change it is what it is like i just let me ask you this it's just not that serious to me anymore i just don't care let me <laughs> ask you care. this did you were you um in agreement when instagram did the like by this person and others i mean i don't i think at the time that it happened i was okay whatever like had it happened when i was an undergrad i was like what the hell like i used to be super pressed on like, mm-hmm. how many likes i got right. in undergrad but now i'm like gotcha. it doesn't matter like okay. it <laughs> this serves me no purpose like I could see how it could for content creators who are like, you know, doing clothing stuff or, you know, whatever, whatever. But I, to me right now, I don't care. Okay. So it didn't, it didn't matter either way. No, it didn't matter either way. Uh-huh. I don't. I saw a lot of people, uh, like I've seen, I did something I've noticed. Instagram can make you very insecure. Oh, of course. Um, and I just find it funny. Like there's a lot of people. Cause you have the option. Like you have the option to go into your settings and set it to where you just keep keep it the way it is, or you can switch it to liked by others. And oh, so, I didn't know that. Yeah, I I do I do. So I I, know I, that. I saw I saw that when that feature came out, I was like, dang, I wonder how how you do that. But so oh. I I never switch. I I haven't. I've never switched mine. Like, if you see my shit, it's gonna say twelve likes or a hundred likes I didn't or whatever. Know that. Yeah, so you can okay. you can literally switch it. So I find it funny. I, I brought that up because I find it funny uh, that it seems like uh, a lot of people made sure that if there there was stuff that if they were worried about likes, they would make sure they turned that feature on so nobody would really know what was going on. So. Uh, that may not be the reason that people did it. They might have done it just because it was a feature. Mm. But I really do believe that a lot of people went in and saw, hey, okay, I know I'm not getting too many likes, but, you know, I nobody's going to be able to see. And so mm-hmm. I can do this and, you know, we're good. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I, I just think that's super interesting. You I, you probably have the feature I, still. I, I don't even off. know. I don't even know if mine is like. If I don't it see counts the likes, or I don't, I don't check them, so right. I, don't, I don't ultimately know anymore. But yeah, I think you know, social media, Instagram especially, is just like a big comparison pit, and comparison is a thief of joy. And yeah. I've gone through this vicious cycle of feeling good about myself, and then seeing other people doing stuff, and it's like, what am I doing wrong? Like, why am I not there yet? And I just had to stop and just again say, my journey does not look like anybody else's journey. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be. And that's just what it is. And if somebody has something I want, I'm still going to be very happy. I'm not going to be envious of them. I'm happy. I'm ha- if anything, I'm super happy for you. Teach me how you did it so I can do it myself. Um, but, yeah, it's a huge comparison pit. And I'm just, yeah, I just follow people that are doing things that I want to see. And if you're not, then 
whatever. Oh, well. So, yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> I feel like we just kind of went all over the place. But it's okay. I think yeah. I think the, the message is there. Yeah. The message is there. All right. So now we are going to move into our send or delete segments. And I found some timeline statistics that I will share. And we will discuss them. Um, so this under delete is titled, are you on schedule? <laughs> so 30, according to studies, 39% of young women believe that having a successful marriage is one of the most important things in their life. 37%? 39%. Yes. And that 48% of adults view a successful marriage as very important, but not the most important. So I thought that was interesting. Um, it's not the most important thing in life to have a success. I mean, it's important, but it, is it the most important thing? I guess for 39 Like, are you a good person? Like, are you happy with your life? Well, they said <laughs> a, uh, having a successful marriage. So I guess that means they're happy. Does it? Things are... A successful marriage? I would I would assume... What What is your view of a successful marriage? My view of a successful marriage is I'm happy. My partner is happy. Mm-hmm. If we have children, our children are happy. We have a great family unit. We mm-hmm. have friends outside of each other. You know what I'm saying? All of those things are to make up a successful marriage to me, among other things. Of course, like I said, we're, we're wrapping up this episode. But I think some people like successful marriage is just being married and not getting divorced. That's interesting. I didn't. I I will have to do like a. We should we should go around and ask people what does that because I don't I don't know like. Who, who I guess who is who is saying that? Who who have you been encountering that they just like they just want to be married and well, you have like people who are in unhappy ass marriages but don't get divorced. You just stand married because you just, you just want to be married. So you. that's just what that is. But we can definitely dive deeper into that in a future episode. Um, I also saw something else that said that thirty eight percent of couples get engaged after dating for eighteen months or less. Wow. Yeah. And that twenty five percent wait more than five years before getting engaged. And that to me sounds crazy. Twenty but twenty only twenty five percent. Twenty five percent. Okay. This sounds crazy to me, just to me. But again, it's what works for you. Right. But a lot of these statistics I think were just super, super interesting. The eighteen months or a year and a half that really or le- or less or less thirty eight percent. You know what you want. I, I we kind of talked about this a little bit uh, off oh, mic, yeah. <laughs> but I, for, I guess for me, I just want to make sure that I have seen the person uh, you in mm-hmm. just different stages, and I I don't know. I guess. Probably a year and a half probably does that. Yeah. But under like three months. Like I don't think people do it and have been married for twenty yeah, thirty years. I mean, Maybe. I think it just was different. Like back in the day, like you didn't have social media. Like if you like somebody and you love them and you want to be with them, it's like what is we waiting for? Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like to me, marriage of course is like very important like it is a uh, to me it's a value you're taking before god and the people that you love and the people that you care about and it's it's important but it's like if you marry somebody if you love somebody you want to be married so just fucking marry them like I, you know what i'm saying just just do it like what are you what are you 
I'm not saying you or us, but I'm just like, like, what are you, what are you waiting for? Right. What is the, what are you waiting for? Like something to just drop out of the sky and be like, this is the perfect time to get married. No, if you love him. Five years. Yeah, there's really nothing. You can get married at a courthouse or yeah, whatever. So if you want to be married, you can just get married. Yeah. But some we were I the point of reading these statistics to me is this is what works for somebody else but it doesn't necessarily have to work for you and I think it just was interesting that they have like a whole list of like timeline stuff that people operate on this imaginary ass timeline and people then factor that into their real lives and feel like they are behind if they are not meeting this imaginary timeline it's a game that other people have set for themselves you have to do what works for you it works for you in your career it works for you in your life it works for you in your relationship like yeah and i think i i I know we about to wrap up but it's okay (laughs) i think um we kind of are starting to get this maybe not question but it's like okay when are we Y'all getting married? Yes. Y'all gonna start having kids? You're definitely getting that question. It's starting to happen. It's like people are pressuring. Yeah. Um, And it's like anything else. I I saw this. this, um, I was watching this guy on TikTok or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he's one of the top uh, creators. And people are questioning him like, "Why aren't you? Why? Why are you renting? You're we're wasting money." And he's like, "He's just not. You know." I know you're talking to black girl. Yeah. He was like, he was like, why would I buy a house right now? I don't know where I want to live. Like, and that makes sense. Like, why would you? And again, it's it's always people that are older who are pressing these things because when they were younger, that's what that's what the standard was. Like, that's the decision that they decided to make. make, So they they try to push their what they've done and onto yes. That's just like people older than us worked at a job for forty years and they don't understand how we just hop and go where we want to go because that's just how we decide to live our lives um so we are going to go ahead and wrap this week's episode up we have things to do i'm sorry this is not a longer episode yes we was getting getting busy maybe we can create some bonus content or something yes we will create some bonus content i was just going to say that we will create some bonus content and this will be available uh in the future for you all we'll do a deeper dive into this because i feel like this is a super in-depth topic (laughs) and we only scratched the surface balls see i knew you you were about to say <laughs> something else and i know what you was about to say i know what you was about to say that's why i was looking at you like that so um no we ain't bleeping nothing no, i'm saying it's what right. i was about to say yeah we I was gonna have to no nah, i wanted it in there i want people to know the real you to see what's going on <laughs> but um thank you all for listening to this episode um if you would like to see our faces you can head over to our message 24 youtube and you can listen to you can see and listen to us um and if you want to stay updated on all things message 24 you can follow us at message 24 pod um and oh yeah if you are interested in sponsoring an episode and supporting your business while also supporting us you can send us an email at message 24 pod at gmail.com and we can go over some different options for you sure that's all i got what you got baby um thank you to our listeners i'm always the thank you guys so yeah. thank you me to too. Our... shout out to denver See, and seattle you just you just can't let me have nope. a portion can you you can have it now yes and uh, we appreciate our listeners and 
Um, I appreciate you. Oh, um, you appreciate me. You've been helping us carry. You've been carrying this uh this podcast with the, me? the outline and the. That's all I do. do. Communication. So we appreciate you, and we thank our listeners, and we're gonna see y'all in the next episode. Yes. Have a great rest of your week. It's. Wednesday. Please cut the audio. Cut the mic, dead ass.